Previously on that Cthulhu John. Our friend Walter is meeting those Russian guys on the list. I'm kind of nervous that he's meeting them by himself. I'll go watch his back. Let's get back to that uh, list of names that uh, you have. Um, perhaps I could see it? Uh-huh. The statue is another issue that is tied to what we must do. There is a name that the Ninet people have that supposedly predates their language. Ithaca, they call him the Great Windwalker. The token of Ithaca is connected to its power. People who come in contact with it can become what we call a child of the Windwalker. When someone is injured by the child of the Windwalker, they can then become one themselves. We must get the token or the statue back to our village, but to stop the spread, is our number one priority right now. We already have one name that we know. Gordon Riles. Thanks for joining us for that Cthulhu John episode 12. We are a real play called Cthulhu Podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. You. Chuck. You. And Jenny. Hi. All right, guys. So when we last left off there, uh, uh, Lenny and Walter had just left the gold room. Well, we were hanging out at the Gold Club. I'm not sure that I left You're just yet. Gold Club, sorry. Yeah. The Golden Space. This is what an ad for the Gold Club the whole entire <laughs> oh. episode. This episode has been brought to you by Gold Club. <laughs> Ceilings are really short. <laughs> yeah, Don't bring my platforms. Heels are high, but the ceilings are low. And your ladder won't fit. God damn it. Um, Yeah, so I was uh, standing outside watching the Russian guys leave, making sure that, uh, you know, they they weren't taking Walter out by force or anything. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess Walter sometime after. Yeah, Walter, do you spend much more time there? Uh, I mean, he definitely finished his drink, and uh, so as not to be rude, you know, probably shell out some tips to the dancers and clear up his tab. <laughs> Get a quick hand job. <laughs> what a gentleman. Uh, I mean, he might have been distracted, but, you know, it's a thing to do. So, yeah, I guess after finishing his uh, apparently not that good vodka, he'd uh, head on out. Right, you head on out. Do you head home there, Walter? Yeah, I think so. About how long was I talking to Eugene? You know what? Let's let's make it an hour. Uh, uh, you you were there. You met up at what time? Ten. Yeah. Okay, so it's eleven o'clock when you leave. All right. Then yeah, I guess uh, Friday being the end of the week, got one more shift. I guess I would be heading home. Uh, or, you know, actually, no, head back to the fireside. Come think about it. I, um, 
I'd make to catch up with him after he comes out. Give him a whistle. <laughs> hey there, Walter. <laughs> oh. Uh, Lenny? Is that, what, are you, what are you doing in the shadows there? Why are you wearing sunglasses at night? Watching your back, uh, Heather asked me to check on you, said you was meeting with those Russians. Uh, what'd they have to say, anyway? Well, uh, a, a lot, actually. Um, maybe we should include uh, Heather. You want to uh, head down to the fireside? Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, it's already late, but uh, I could do one more drink. I'll uh, meet you there. Uh, that settles it, then. I'll see you in a bit. Okay, you head on back to the Pinto uh, and head on down to the fireside? Yep. All right. As you pull up to the fireside, you see that there's not too many cars parked out front. Easy enough to find a parking space. Awesome. You open the front door and, you know, that smell of, like, stale cigarettes and shit hits you right in the face. Something that uh, you still can't quite get used to, Walter, but after a couple, you know, minutes of being in there, it'll subside, you tell yourself. Go in and, and uh, Heather is behind the bar there. And not too long after you walk in, uh, you come in, so does Lenny. Yeah. All right. So we got all three is in one place for once. <laughs> I greet Heather and uh, make sure not to take Lenny's uh, usual seat. Nice. <laughs> he don't like that. Um... Honestly, I probably run right over. Like, I think the whole time since Lenny left, I was, like, constantly, like... I'm not the best bartender and like staring at the door because I'm just mm-hmm. like nervous about the whole scenario so like every time the door opened I was like ah, oh, is that them? Is that them? Right. Check the light on the answering machine see if there's uh, any messages you missed somehow. If people are waving for beers and I'm like still eyeing the door. Yeah. <laughs> Heather you're, you're zoning out you haven't even noticed that someone's played uh, your cheating heart three times in a row on the jukebox. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> One of them kind of notes. Uh, does somebody point it out to me? Someone eventually points it out to you. One of the <laughs> one of the customers goes, "Hey, uh, can you do something about this?" I think we could listen to anything else, buddy. <laughs> I'll, play, uh, I'll play that new vile token. I just scream like, "Stop screwing around!" <laughs> Who, whoever's screwing around with the jukebox, quit it. And, uh, uh, Walter, you walk in as soon as you hear her yelling about (laughs) screwing around with the jukebox. Oh, my. Kind of raises his eyebrows as he, uh, closes ah, closes the door behind him. And And not uh, too long after that, uh, Lenny comes in, of course. And now we got all three of you guys in the same spot. (laughs) Hey, guys. How's the night going, Heather? Um, it's fine. Like, how's your night? I don't care about these idiots playing cheat and heart, whatever. So how did it go? Did you meet them? I did. He takes a deep breath and uh, exhales kind of slowly. This is, uh, boy, oh boy, uh, we might have something to talk about. All right, spit it out. <laughs> well, uh, why don't you uh, get us all a drink first? Uh, I put uh... Right. You're just a bartender. <laughs> right, right, right. Sorry, guys. All right, grab some beers. All right, so we got all three of you at the bar. And, uh, Walter, what are you going to tell these two about your uh, meeting with uh, the two Russian fellas? Say, uh, well, um, we uh, we got some vodka and kind of talked a bit, and uh, he told me about their village that they're from, uh, kind of 
nearby the place that was mentioned in the scroll. Uh, these guys, uh, they seem to know a lot about Jukanovich and the, uh, the statue and uh, even more so about some of the things that have been going on lately. They spoke about the, the creature and they, uh, they had a name for it. Ithaca, I think you said. And uh, apparently, um, whatever this thing is that uh, attacked the gallery, um, if I'm if I understood what they were saying right, uh, it may not be the only one. Uh, I think when whoever stole the statue originally attacked Millie, that someone's blood got on the statue and maybe uh, set a sequence of events in motion uh, if, if I understood what they said I, I know this is kind of hard to take in and uh, he actually uh, pounds the shot and uh, or a beer rather uh, if there was a shot he would have pounded that first and then chases it a lot with the, uh, the beer you sure they weren't just uh, you know uh, being a little symbolic in the in the speech, you know, they might not know English too well. Uh, I don't think, uh, you know, he might mean, you know, it belongs to his family or, or something, you know, blood. Uh, are you you mean to tell me there's some kind of magic happening? There's a, a vampire I knew statue. It. I knew it was a creature. I knew it was a creature. It's not a bear or a costume. I told you, Lenny. I told it's a you. Man in I costume. saw it. It's no. probably the one Russians of them Russian know. guys, or both of them. Now they're, now they're saying there's more than one. They're just looking for an excuse to cut people's hearts out. Get the statue for themselves, probably. Yeah, that part. Uh, that, that business about the hearts. Uh, you know, uh, that that kind of worries me. I, I didn't want to mention Millie to these guys because uh, they, they seem to be, uh, well, you know, the, what's the word? Uh, the, the feel I got from these guys was sort of uh, above the law, kind of. I, uh, I, I don't think they're the kind of people that are going to wait for uh, wait for the old boys in blue to take care of this one. Um, wait, wh- why would they want to cut Millie's heart? out or hurt Millie I just she's the one that was attacked well I mean if I understand what they were saying I mean I guess you know if Millie fought back I mean maybe she could have injured somebody that attacked her but I mean you know that the way they found her and uh, all the bruises and, and the blood in her house I, I just assumed it was her blood that that probably got on the statue originally and, and started this this whole thing. Wait, oh my God! The psychic told me that Millie is cursed, and you're telling me that this statue had blood on it from Millie, and she's cursed, and maybe it's from the statue. I knew it. I knew it. You you never listen to me, Lenny. I told Millie- you. Millie. Listen, your Aunt Millie's got claim on the statue. Uh, you know, at least she's uh, attempting for some legal claim here, or, I mean, she's an obvious target. Of course they want to get Millie. You didn't, I watched her shotgun, like, five cheeseburgers in the car in a ten-minute ride. Like, you don't understand, she's, like, possessed. Walter looks a bit worried. Look, I gotta admit, I'm a little surprised that she's, uh, 
kicking, honestly. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe she wasn't at hurt after all. And maybe she was just hungry. She was in the hospital for a while, you know, she didn't like the food. She's probably depressed, you know, just filling the void with burgers. <laughs> That's so deep of you, Lenny. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> I lost a few friends along the way. <laughs> oh, sheesh. Uh, wait, what, what, what's that business about cursed? What, what did you say? I went with Millie to a psychic, and... Oh, here it comes. I mean, I, so this... Don't, don't. <laughs> so the psychic read her boons. She put these boons in a little Yahtzee cup, and... Yeah, a bit. <laughs> and she shook them up, and she said, she told me before I even went with Millie that there was something wrong with her, and then she whispered to me that Millie was cursed and that we're in grave danger, and then she had a friggin' heart attack. A friggin' heart attack! I had to give her CPR, and I broke her rib. She's probably uh, dead. She's probably dead. You know, she was probably just acting, and uh, the whole, I mean, you probably really did break a rib, but uh, I'm sure Oh, everything's an act except for when I hurt her. These psychics, oh, are, they'll do anything to make somebody believe what they say, keep coming back, spending more money. She already had my $60. Like, she already had it. Jesus, I don't know. $60. Is that worth it? Broken rib, a lot of money, but um, I mean, some of that is kind of on par with what uh, with what Eugene had said. I mean, uh, well, sir, didn't you say that in the scroll it was something about like feeding a beast? Like, I don't know. It all sounds. Finish my finish my shot. Slam it down and say, yeah. Look, if you guys are in actual danger or something, you know. uh, I'll help you out, I guess, but uh, I can't listen to this. I got work early. Uh. Something, before you leave, uh, something on the news catches your eye. Oh, what's that on the news there? <laughs> it says, uh, woman missing in Northeast is the uh, tagline across the bottom of it. I guess you call it a headline? Sure. I don't know. But it's at the bottom of the screen. So. Yeah, like the ticker. Of yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So across the Breaking screen news. it says, uh, missing woman from the northeast. And uh, Heather, you turn it up a little bit. And uh, it says that there's a woman that uh, went missing when she went uh, for a jog in Pennypack Park. They say that this was her usual route or routine jogging was through... The Pennypack, this was two days ago. So, the missing persons report is out for this woman from Pennypack. Hey, this whole city's going to hell. Wait, that, that, that could be, there could be something there too. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd asked uh, Eugene about the same thing, about the other attacks. Uh, that one eyewitness said something similar to what the scroll mentioned. Uh, you know, a, a bear or something covered in ice. And uh, he said that, that he certainly thinks these are related i mean it's cold out i'm no uh you know no investigator but i mean the those russian guys were pretty interested in that list that you uh that you showed me um i mean if we could make any kind of correlation between the names on the on that list and and the areas that people are being attacked in i mean 
that, that that could be a little more tangible than just you know superstition and spells and stuff what do they want the list for if nothing else yeah well, you didn't tell them you had it right i mean no i told them it was still at the gallery well then i'd be worried they're coming after that uh that lady with the shoulders but um well that's why i'm worried for millie i mean what if uh what if these guys set their sight on her well uh fortunately she's not on that uh She's not on that there, but I mean, she's an obvious target. I mean, if, if what you say is true uh, and they're hunting down people involved, um, all you have to do is find out who got hurt, and that's probably who they're gonna who they're gonna attack next. Didn't you get hurt? Oh, well, no, it was fine. I mean, I. No, I thought glass like. And no, none of you guys got injured during the. Oh. I punched a guy. In the butt. Give him the give him the Tommy slick. <laughs> I say, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's getting late. Uh, it's a weekday still, so uh, I gotta get out of here, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe tomorrow. I'll listen to more of what you got to say. Uh, if you got a plan, or I don't know. But uh, don't get yourselves in trouble tonight. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll do a little homework. Uh, thanks again, Lenny. Yeah, talk see to you tomorrow. later. On my way out, I stop at the jukebox and I play your bleeding heart and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> your cheating heart. Your bleeding oh, heart. Oh, that one. Oh. Bleeding heart Whatever is from uh, the token. <laughs> yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's uh, a vile token. Vile token. We are vile token. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's such an awesome band name. Uh, well, gosh, I mean. Uh, Walter is really in no hurry to leave. Uh, you could probably recognize a pretty worried look in his face. He may not be talking as much now that Lenny's not here, uh, you know, directly conversing about it. But uh, he would definitely order another beer and uh, kind of ponder recent events as he sips. Yeah. Heather, give me an education roll. Yes. I haven't even taken my dice out. Let's ask. <laughs> Love the dice. Twenty-six. All right, your education's got to be higher than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard pass. Okay, a hard. I have sixty-two. You. So this uh, woman that went missing. From Pennypack Park, you know that that's not far from Millie's house. Uh, she lives on Roland Avenue, like right behind Pennypack Park, you know. Um, just that thought occurs to you. Okay. I want to say I still talk to Walter about it more, even if he seems like... I think we're on the same page where we're like, something's fucking spooky. Mm-hmm. I would think we could talk more when Lenny's not here. Like, just because he's like... I think he'd be a bit more receptive so to it at this point, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Walter hasn't really seen anything crazy, but, I mean, he's seen the indirect effects of things. Yeah. And he's pretty worried. He says, uh, hey, Heather, um, that other uh, incident, do you remember where that one was? Um, wasn't there another broadcast? I mean, I know there was a broadcast the one on in the recently. City? Was Center City, was it? I thought so. I thought it was like Independence Park. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said the same thing about like an ice bear, but 
not, it's, it's not, a, what are the chances it just keeps snowing in a small place and then people are getting hurt? The, uh, he pulls out, <laughs> you see him pull out a uh, little leather bound uh, planner looking book and it's got a built in pencil and uh, you see him write down Center City and Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any other, inc- oh, uh, where was that, in Bryn Mawr? And uh, yeah, he writes down that as well. Or was it? No, not Bridmar. Um, Gala Kinwood, rather. I'm sorry. Uh, so he writes down those three things and um, puts down the date as well uh, for the Northeast attack. Okay. Hmm. Do you think I should be worried about Millie? I mean, I am worried about her, but just like more her demeanor and how she's been acting and, you know, she's cursed. But now I see this news story that's like down the street from her. Like, I don't know. Like,. Do you think this creature got to her too, to this jogger? I mean, it just seems so strange. I mean, all these these uh, animal attacks lately. I mean, I don't know. I've never really, you know, seen any anything quite like uh, an animal attacking the gallery. I mean, there was just um, what, what could have done that aside from a bear. I, I don't know. I mean, just. Philly doesn't even have anything like that. It's like pigeons and squirrels. End of list. You know, I mean, something escaped from the zoo or something. I mean, but still, that's so far away from from Balakinwood. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I know I'm gonna s- see Millie in the morning because I, I don't know. I don't know. These Russian guys are gonna come and get her, or she's gonna get them. I don't know. <laughs> I'll bring her some breakfast. She's always starving anyway. <laughs> well, you know, they uh, they mentioned something about uh, some sort of blessing or some kind of protection, but that it could only be done in their village. In Russia? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't even know what I'm suggesting. It just it seems like a stretch, but I guess I uh, just, you know, I've known Millie for years. I just wouldn't want anything to happen to her. And, uh, you know, those guys, if nothing else, seem pretty serious. And uh, I believe they believe what they said. Maybe I'll ask her if she got any blood on that statue. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, that could kind of confirm some things, but uh, gosh, that that sounds like even worse news. What if she says yes? Oh, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I'm not going to like flat out ask her, but I'll just go down there and like see how she is and all right, so I'm going to guess that you guys probably close out the close out the bar, or or, or I mean, yeah, I was thinking Heather that. obviously closes out the bar, but Walter, do you stay there with her the whole time? He does, yeah. Right. Anything but, else you want to tell her? Or? Um, yeah, I mean, he pretty much just is the just kind of going over the the whole thing, and uh, I guess he makes sure to relay everything to her over the, uh, the course of the next couple hours. He doesn't try to get super plastered, depending on uh, how he's feeling at the end. He may kind of just nursing your drinks. Yeah. All right. Or actually, uh, depending on how many you've had to drink by the end of your shift, you may be driving home. (laughs) (laughs) I say I don't think. uh, I mean, I'm. I think I drink every shift, but I don't think I was like going ham because I was trying to focus and retain some memories. Of what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Definitely. 
All right. Well, I got some fireworks going off over here. Again, uh, side effect of doing the brilliant idea of recording on the 4th of July. <laughs> uh, it's very but. Philadelphia. Philadelphia freedom. Oh, now we're going to get sued. Sorry. Oh, God damn it. It's the shitting. You know how Elton John listens to all these real play podcasts? Yeah. His secret is that he's like a dungeon master. All right, so you guys um, close out the bar. Uh, you, do you take Heather home, Walter? Uh, well, yeah, depending on, uh, I mean, was I able to kind of uh, nurse him slow enough to not be Yeah, sure. If, you're, if, you don't, if you don't chug him back, you'll, you're fine. All right, cool. Well, then, yeah, uh, I'll give a ride home first and uh, head on back. Um, he does say, though, um, uh, as they're driving back, uh, he's like, you know, I got uh, distracted earlier, but um, I did uh, give them one of my business cards. So if anything, that'll take the heat off of you guys if they're, uh, you know, dealing through me directly. But uh, I am oh. a little worried about... Um, you know that list of names i mean you know is it is it better to you know to help them out and hopefully stop other people from being attacked or uh gosh i don't want them knowing my name i mean I, i wouldn't give it to them we can let's make a fake list well, but I mean, you understand what the ramifications of that could be, right? I mean, if if these attacks across the city are related to the people who were at the gallery that day, I mean, it could just lead to more people being attacked. And yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, don't... I guess uh, I got some some things to sleep on tonight. Yeah, I gotta think about it. I'll ask Lenny when he cools down. <laughs> so hype anytime talk about spells or magic or witches. <laughs> Horror scopes. No fucking way. Horror scopes. There's no way. Okay, so uh, that's gonna be the end of Thursday. Oh, actually, before the end of Thursday. Walter, when you get home, there is a message on your answering machine. Well, I'm going to have to listen to it immediately. Okay. So you listen to that message, and uh, the message says, Hey, Walter, it's Millie. Uh, just calling to confirm with you that we're gonna, uh, you're going to come to my place on Saturday night. Uh, you know, it's no pressure or anything. Don't don't think anything like that but uh if you can make it that'd be great and if you can't you can i guess but uh i'm sorry i think i'm rambling right now i'm just gonna go okay bye (laughs) (laughs) he uh he probably chuckles softly a little bit at that um but uh you know a little levity is probably a good thing at this point um you know what takes out his little planner and scribbles down um Pick up a pork tenderloin for Saturday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, I didn't get that uh, that sandwich for her while she was in the hospital, so 
try to try to make good on my uh, my offer. Yeah, giving Millie the pork. The old tenderloin, eh? Mm. The fan fiction again. No. (laughs) All right, so that's going to take us out of Thursday night. Unless uh, you guys wanted anything else to do. Uh, Yeah, you know, on a separate piece of paper real quick. I just grab some, you know, like an old notebook or something and tear out a page and I write down the other 15 names on the uh, the list. Okay. Aside from Heather, Lenny, myself, Eugene, and Ivan. I see. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So you write down all those names. Uh, and uh, just the corresponding phone numbers too. And the corresponding phone numbers and exclude uh, just the Russian guys and... Your team, basically. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so that's 15 names that you write down with corresponding phone numbers. What do you do with this paper? Just keep it on you? Uh, it's the last thing I do before bed. All right. Okay. Uh, you hit the sack, and uh, we're gonna. that'll move us into Friday morning. All right. Uh, Friday... Who wakes up earliest? Of course, it's not Walter. Uh, Lenny. Yeah. Got to get yourself a job that starts later in the day, Lenny. <laughs> I mean, people need their uh, deliveries. So, Lenny, you wake up and uh, you turn on the news while you're getting prepared. I guess maybe you have KYW on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, breaking news. It looks like uh, wealthy socialite Gordon Riles has been found dead in his palatial mansion out in the main line. Details of his death are both disturbing and gruesome. And we urge anyone who is of weak constitution or children uh, to turn the volume down on your radio now. Details surrounding the death of Gordon Riles. He was found with a hole in his chest cavity and his heart in a fireplace by his dead body. I immediately assume the, the Russian dudes, I mean, did it from what I understand. Looks like they're already at it. All right. And uh, Lenny, you start your day off by going to your job, I'm guessing, like you normally do? Or are you doing anything else first? There is a, a quick stop I want to make. I want to, um, I don't know, maybe find a piece of mail or something, rip back of the envelope off or something, scribble a note to um, uh, Walter real fast. I'll put it in his mailbox before I head off to work. Um, okay. But it just says, uh, uh, heard on KYW, Gordon Riles is dead. That's all. Okay, so you make that note, put that in, uh, maybe like in his door or something like that? Uh, if he's got a mailbox or a mail slot, or just try to slide it under the door. I'm going to say he's got one of them slots on the door with the little springing hand. Yeah, that's totally Walter style. latch. Yeah. Drop that shit in there. From some old brass. Right, so you just kind of pop that in there. Uh... You go to your your job, start that off. Um, no sign of Skinny Joey anywhere or anything like that. Um, however, at your job, after you leave for your first round of deliveries uh, for the day, you come back around 
noonish, something like that, right around lunchtime, to kind of load back up again. And uh, when you do, you get a one of the one of the guys, uh, Billy, comes over to you and taps you on the shoulder. He goes, uh, "Hey, um, Chucky's here. He's up in Skinny Joe's office. He wants to uh, he wants to talk to you." Oh, oh all right there. Uh, I'll head right on up. Head on up, and as you open the door, you see oh, that. Knock. Oh, you knock first. I think I better knock. Okay, so you knock first, and you hear from inside, ah, come in. And I do so. Okay. You come in, and you see behind the desk, instead of Skinny Joey, it is Chucky. Chucky is sitting there, and as you close the door behind you, uh, you see behind the door, there is a chair, and there's a gentleman sitting there with a kind of out-of-date suit uh but he has these yellow sunglasses on hmm. brown pinstripe suit <laughs> yeah it looks kind of out of date uh brown pinstripe like you know much more 70s kind of style than 80s but he's sitting down and chucky says uh come in come in come in uh leonard kind of startled by the guy i close the door behind me close the door behind you please uh leonard uh thank you for coming on such short notice I realize this is probably your lunch break, and uh, you shall get your lunch pretty soon. Don't worry about that, okay? Yeah, I wasn't too worried about that, boss. Uh, how you doing? Uh, what's going on? Well, I'm doing okay there, Lenny. Now, let me just tell you why I brought you up here. Uh, this here is uh, Detective Thompson, and uh, Detective Thompson was handling a uh, recent case that involved the statue that you helped to procure or re-procure rather for the Ventucci Art Gallery. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was there, uh, I chased the guy who tried to try to make off with it and I returned it. Like any uh, citizen would do in my situation, sir. Thompson looks up to you and kind of chuckles a little bit. Chucky turns to you, to you Lenny, and he says, you don't have to worry. Every little thing that you say in front of uh, Detective Thompson here, he's he's on the level. You understand? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I, I kind of get it. Thompson uh, stands up and he goes, "I think I'll take it from here." Um, so the thing is that uh, there's been a lot of uh, questions being asked about the statue and the circumstances surrounding it, particularly the victim herself who somehow has turned up alive. I'm still not sure how. You got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm still not sure how she has turned up alive, but she is. And who knows what kind of information that she can tell people that could possibly lead back to us. Her uh, niece is asking a lot of questions and some guy, I think it's her fucking boyfriend or something, is also poking and prodding around a lot. I mean, you know, uh, I don't think, uh, you know, some snot-nosed kid and their boyfriend are going to turn up anything. I mean, there's really uh, not much way to trace it back to us. He says, well, you know, I'm getting, you know, calls from Ballot Kimwood police and all this bullshit. It's just, I'm just pretty much through with this. 
and if they get any nosier or, or anything, uh, well, some action may have to be taken. And then uh, Chucky turns to you and says, uh, Now, this, the good detective here knows his stuff. Uh, he is a detective after all. And he happens to know, Lenny, you happen to frequent a, uh, a certain establishment in South Philly, do you not? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I know this girl. Ah. <clears throat> Are you uh, friendly with this girl? I mean, you know, she gets me drunk, uh, so yeah, she's my best friend most days, you know? <laughs> yes, I understand, Leonard. Good answer. He uh, laughs at that a little bit. Uh, not that, uh, you know, I said anything to her. Of course, uh, I would never. Well, if you could maybe tell this individual to back off and to not poke, prod, or ask any more questions, about this particular statue, leave well enough alone, and thank goodness that her aunt is still alive. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be sure to let her know. Uh, you won't have to worry about her. I don't, uh, I don't know who uh, she's dating or whatever. Um, and I, I don't really ever want to get close to that, uh, that Aunt Millie. Honestly, uh, a little freaked out by it lately. You've been freaked out by this uh, person, this individual. Uh, why is that? Well, uh, you know, uh, I mean, it is a bit of a miracle that she showed back up after all this, and, uh, you know, apparently she's, uh, she's acting real strange, uh, and I don't really want to be anywhere near the whole, uh, her disappearing in the first place, you know what I mean? Uh, not trying to get wrapped up in it. Um, oh, I understand that, Lenny. I would watch out for the Russian guys that were at the uh, event. They seem to want the statue uh, more than the old bird. Oh, no kidding. Well, we'll keep our eye out for them Ruskies. Yeah. But, Lenny, uh, uh, that's going to really be all. Uh, you can go about your business. Me and Detective Thompson here have a couple things to discuss first. All right, uh, I, uh, make the shake Thompson's hand on the way out. He shakes your hand. So yeah, yeah, I'll see what I can do about the old bird and the, uh, the girl and all. He's like, yeah, just see what you can do. And close the door behind me. Close the door behind you and leave. Man, I thought I was getting killed when there was someone behind a door. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. But you just have to kill me, so... Not, not yet, but Whatever. I've been trying not to. But who cares? I'm just some girl that gives you beer. keep poking around. For real, you probably don't even consider me a friend, you know, I'm just, just some dude that comes in. You know how it is. Drive me everywhere. You're not really, you're not, you're not friends with someone you meet in the bar until you hang out with them outside the bar. Um, it's true. At least twice. All right, so maybe we're friends. <laughs> so, getting rides everywhere. All right, so. Uh, I'm sorry for anyone from the bar that might be listening. <laughs> it's George's rule, not mine. No, you're my friends. Same, you're my best same friends. Here. You're definitely, you're definitely my friends. Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens to Lenny. Uh, that'll take us out to uh, past noon if you do your lunch break. Uh, what are what is Walter doing for the afternoon? He's up to no good. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he got to wake up first. We didn't do his morning yet, right? Not really, no. There's a note in your door. 
Yeah. Oh, snap. Uh, I would probably, I mean, uh, if I would notice that coming down the steps, uh, I would probably grip that up and read it. If not, mm-hmm. he'd probably make some coffee and uh, you know, maybe some eggs or something. It just says, heard on KYW, um, Gordon Riles is dead. So you read that little note? Uh, Lenny neglected to sign it. <laughs> so that might be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't recognize his handwriting or anything. It's just nope. a note that says that. Uh, well, shit. He takes out that paper that he stowed away in his little planner and crosses out Gordon Ryle's name on the F-15. Okay. Puts the paper back, sleeves the pencil, and zips it back up. All right. And uh, what do you do for the rest of your morning there? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to make a phone call. Who are you calling? Eugene. Calling Eugene again. Okay. You call the number, and a uh, woman picks up. Uh, yes, hello. Say, uh, good morning. This is Walter. May I speak with Eugene, please? She goes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, he said he was expecting a call from you. Very good. And you hear her call his name in the background. He comes to the phone and says, uh, Yes, Walter, uh, thank you for contacting me so soon. Yes, uh, I see things are very serious. Uh, I've got word that the uh, list of names has just gotten shorter. Eugene says to you, you Yes, the list has gotten shorter. We know that for a fact. Well, uh, I've, I've thought about what you said, and um, it seems to be too serious to uh, to leave to uh, fate, or to the wind, so to say. <laughs> this is, um, if you have a moment, uh, there, there are some names I could give you. It says, uh, yes, yes, uh, hold on, let me grab pencil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes back and uh, says, yes, uh, these names, go ahead. And I'll break them off with 14 names. Uh, do you give him the phone numbers, too? Uh, yeah. Might as well. Okay. And uh, he says uh, to you, um, Yes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, this will be of great help to our quest. says, yes, uh, I'm uh, very worried about uh, some of the things that you said. Hopefully this will uh, prevent uh, more attacks from happening around the area. He says, yes, well, we can only hope. He hangs up with you at that point. He says he's got everything he needs, really. You must be busy. <laughs> so you hang up too. Uh, that's pretty early in the morning. What do you do from there? Uh, he'd probably sip his coffee and uh, ponder that whole uh, phone call and probably think, uh, you know, hope he's done the right thing there. Okay. All right. Um, what time do you go to work? Uh, I think it's a noon shift for me, so I don't know. You'd probably head on out of there maybe like 10.30ish or something. Okay, so you had leave your house around 10.30, head into work. Uh, let's leave it there. Well, actually, no, because, Heather, you don't usually get up till at least 12, right? Or are you getting up early today? I was thinking about getting up at, like, I didn't hit it too hard last night, so I was, like, maybe okay. going to call Millie, like, 10, 11, just to see, like, I'm just, like, freaked out, but I'm trying to, like, find any kind of proof to be, like, she's fine or she's cursed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather, 
actually, before you wake up, you have visions in your dreams of Miss Selena. It looks like she is trapped inside of a crystal ball. Uh, she's small, though. And you pick up the crystal ball and try to shake it to get her out of it. And uh, she's pounding on the side of it. You can't, and it looks like she's screaming, but you can't quite hear her. So you take the ball and you smash it on the ground. Uh, smash it on the ground and you see that she's now all just covered in cuts and bloodied up and everything. You feel really, you have this feeling of guilt and remorse. You go to pick her up. As you go to pick her up, uh, a hand reaches into your hand and grabs the body of Miss Selena, picks it up, and you see your Aunt Millie eat Miss Selena. I <gasps> bet. <laughs> and then you wake up. Damn. Oh, shit. I want to see that in claymation. Oh, yeah. yeah. That just sounds like claymation. It's it good. Very like um, Peter Gabriel video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Shock the monkey. Ba -da 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 -da. Dancing chickens. Hey, can you hand me that fortune teller over there? <laughs> just, just want to nibble. Oh, my God. All right, but you wake up at 10 and uh, startled from that dream. Yeah. And uh, you call Millie? Yeah. Definitely right away after that. Okay. Call Millie at her... I guess at work, right? Uh, she, she works 10 to 5, so she would be at work. So you call, and uh, they transfer you a couple times. Mm -hmm. And you hear, yeah, uh, this is Millie. Hey, Aunt Millie. Uh, it's Heather. Oh, hey, Heather. How's it going? Okay, just had a crazy dream you were in it, so I just wanted to see how you were feeling. Uh, feeling okay. Little, uh, little nervous about the, uh, date that I have coming up with Walter. He hasn't gotten back to me yet, but, uh, maybe he just wake up early. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just nervous about it. I, you know, for our last date, or before our last date, you know, I'm surprised he wasn't just turned off by me altogether. Oh, stop. It's not your fault. Yeah, I know, but uh, it's, I'm just glad that he's still interested. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. What are you guys doing? Oh, he's gonna come to—he's gonna come over here, and I'm gonna cook for him. Oh, that's nice. You're a good cook. Yeah. Well, thanks. You know, uh, I don't like to toot my own horn, but uh, I know my way around a stove and an oven. <laughs> <laughs> I do have um, a question for you. Um, do you have any, like, did you get hurt in your house before they found you? Like, do you remember any of that? She says the last thing that I remember is just the sound of my door getting kicked in. And then two guys, I didn't recognize them. And then waking up next to the highway by the woods. Do you still have, like, bruises from that? That sounds really tough. Are you, like, all cut up and stuff? She says no, no, um... Bruises have healed up pretty good. A couple of greenish spots left, but like the dark purples are gone. Oh, okay. That's great. Just wanted to make, I didn't want you to be all scarred up. That's, that's all. I don't want you to have any cuts. So. <laughs> <laughs> she says, no, no, I think I'm okay. Uh, you know, I was just... I guess I was beat up pretty bad, but I'm turning turning around pretty good. Well, that's that's awesome to hear. I just like uh, there's a lot of blood in your house, so I was just 
Just wondering. But uh, is that about it? Yeah. That you have with her? Okay, so you guys hang up. Um, what do you do till, like, noon? Uh, probably just, like, watch some TV. Maybe catch up on the news myself. I don't know. On the news, you hear the news. You hear the word that uh, Gordon Riles is dead. Gruesome scene, all that. And you're like, wasn't that guy at the auction who was real cocky? Yeah. I'm going to say I call Walter. Okay. To see if he heard. But I guess I call him at the bookstore. All right, so Walter, uh, there's there's a phone that rings at the bookstore. You're the one who usually answers it. Yeah. Joe Clocks, how can I help you? Oh, hey, uh, is this Walter? Yeah. Heather? Yeah. Uh, did you hear the news today? Uh, more specifically, uh, no, I didn't really listen to the, uh, the broadcast or anything. Uh, that rich dude died. Gordon Riles, the one that was at the gallery? Oh, that. Yeah, you know, uh... There was a note in my door this morning. Um, Thinks about it, I guess. uh, I I don't really think of who else would have mentioned anything. Or, I mean, who would have thought to uh, tell me that aside from maybe Lenny, but I hadn't seen him or anything. I mean, it sounded just like what you said your Russian dudes were going to do. Yeah, it did. Um, I actually talked to them this morning. Oh, you did? Yeah, I thought about it some more last night, and uh, I don't really want other people to uh, to be attacked by weird ice monsters or creatures or uh, whatever the hell is going on. I figured uh, if this is a way to maybe shore it up before things get worse, kind of cross my fingers on that one. I hope it was the right decision. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Either... The people that got injured die, or countless amounts of other people by a snow monster? I don't know. It's getting pretty weird, to say the least, but uh seemed like the thing to do. Okay, well, I just wanted to make sure you were okay and that you heard the news, but I forgot you have the inside scoop. <laughs> well, I, uh... I've done a little bit of homework, for sure, as I uh, joked about yesterday. Um, But yeah, thanks. Uh, So far, uh, I guess things are going good. Uh, It's just a regular Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. Oh, crap. I have to call Millie. Uh, Something uh, just reminded me about that. Uh, She wants to do dinner on Saturday. So a little something to look forward to. Oh, my God, yeah. Please call her. She thinks that you don't want to do it. She's such a... She's such a basket case. She thinks you're trying to ditch her again. <laughs> oh, heavens no. I uh, I guess with all that's been going on lately, I just uh, got distracted. But yeah, I guess uh, I should give her a call next. Or maybe I'll even stop over to the library today on my break. Surprise her. Oh, she'd love that. Okay, well, it was good talking to you. I'm just glad you, glad you have a heart. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> So you guys hang up together. Walter, after your uh, lunch, uh, I don't know what you pack with yourself or if you order out. Uh, probably not much today. Might have brought like a PB and j but 
Gotcha. Nothing gotcha. substantial. All right. So uh, while you're eating your lunch, uh, the bell goes off in the front of the store. Guy walks in. And uh, you recognize this guy from the bookstore who came in uh, a little while back. Uh, maybe it was Wednesday. Um, but comes in. Sounds familiar. And he's got uh, a dolly uh, or what do you call this? A loading cart? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean either one. Mm-hmm. Dolly, dolly a loading truck, cart, maybe. but it's cart a hand truck. A hand truck. There we go. More like, more like a dolly or a hand truck. But uh, it's uh, got boxes stacked on top of each other and he starts wheeling it in parks it in front of him and he goes he goes hey uh, i don't know if you Good. remember me yeah uh, sure i remember we spoke the other day uh the old encyclopedias you mentioned and some other things he said yeah yeah um well really just the encyclopedias um if you want to take a look at these they're pretty old i guess uh well yeah let's uh let's set him up on the counter here uh he clears a little space first and uh one by one sets the boxes up there and gives a little space in between so he can take the lids off and place them in between the boxes so they don't go flying off the desk or anything all right so you go through um uh pop open the first book that you can pull out it's all leather bound very dense book and uh you recognize it uh almost right away but well, let's see if you do recognize it right away. Let's give me an appraisal roll. All right. Ooh, 78. No good. No good. Okay, so um, looks like a dictionary. Um, you're kind of going through it. It's all in Latin, which is a little weird, hmm. which, is, which stands out definitely, I should say. Yeah, that um, might be more of a personal interest for him. I like hmm. it already. Uh, a lot of the pages are dog-eared. Some of the like uh, corners are tattered of it. It's not in the best condition. But uh, as you're going through this, you realize that this is none other than the Speculum Magus, one of the uh, earlier uh, modern encyclopedias. This volume dates back to 1624. Let's say, uh, does it look like uh, everything's kind of legible and the pages are still turnable? I mean, can I still flip through the pages decently enough and all that? You can still flip through the pages, um, being just a little extra careful with it. Um, but the pages definitely do turn. They don't crumble, but they yeah, feel okay. like they might be a little on the brittle side. Gotcha. This is, well, um, hmm. definitely looks like you have some uh, interesting uh, books here. What about the encyclopedias? Are they also in Latin or uh, just old? That's what the encyclopedia is, is the Speculum Magus. Gotcha. I, I thought it was more like uh, like a whole set or something in the other boxes or something. I gotcha. The, everything, all of these boxes is the Speculum Magus, the, um, one of the older types of encyclopedias. Uh, like I said, this one's from 1624. Gotcha. Jeez, okay. I misunderstood there. Um, well, gosh, that kind of changed things a little bit. He says, well, um, what, uh, what are your thoughts? What would you like to do here? I mean, are you just looking to turn these old books into some quick cash? Or is this something you want me to research and see if I can find you like an auction house that would uh, take longer, but maybe uh, have more payout in the end? He says to you, honestly, um, what I'm looking for is just to make some quick cash on this. Uh, this was my brother's. And uh, since he passed, you know, we're just going through his apartment and getting rid of his stuff 
Give me a spot hidden roll. 22 is a hard pass. The hard pass. Okay. While you're flipping through these pages, you notice that certain words, letters, uh, doesn't look like whole lots of phrases, but just some things have been highlighted with like a modern highlighting marker. Gosh, uh, <clears throat> these certainly are interesting. Um, I mean, I could uh, take a stab in the dark here and uh, I could offer you, say, 75 bucks, maybe pour through them and uh, see if there's something to be found here. I'm not exactly sure what they're worth without a little bit of time, but uh, they seem old enough and interesting enough to uh, be willing to take a gamble. The guy says, to you, you know, I was, well, I thought they were, you know, be worth a little bit more than that, but can you go a uh, hundred on them? Uh, yeah, you know, work's been good lately. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm interested enough in these to uh, pour through them with a fine tooth comb later. Okay. He says, that's great. What to say? Uh, I don't know that Walter would, uh, keep a hundred dollars you know just in his pocket necessarily normally um mm-hmm. if i were to purchase these um would uh headley and theodore be okay with me doing like a a quick uh, loan to you know give them the cash now and then bring it back oh, later absolutely kind of absolutely right. they would be totally cool with that well then i think that's probably the best play here i'll give this man some doll hairs and have him on his way because it's probably pretty interesting to walter all right. So you give the guy a hundred bucks and he seems happy with it. Uh, he says, uh, you know, good luck with what, whatever you do with it. And he leaves the store. Yeah, thanks. Well, Walter feels like kind of a jerk. Uh, when they first met, he thought uh, a little bit, um, he thought like the opposite of the guy. Like maybe he was uh, up to something no good, but uh, seemed decent enough. And mm-hmm. um, before he goes, uh, or is there any kind of hand truck here? Yeah, I guess we got to have like little like uh, book carts or whatever to push around the oh, place, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. sure. Uh, I'd probably think to load one of those up and uh, push some stuff back to the study. Okay. And uh, what do you do from there? Depending on the time, I think. Um, Let's say it's early afternoon around two. Well, then I think uh, at some point I could take a break. I might uh, head over and uh, surprise Millie. Okay. Tell Headley and Theodore that you're just hopping over to the library real quick. Mm-hmm. Drive over to the library. I was actually thinking a cab. I'm sorry. Oh, just taking a cab? Even better. Yeah. So you hop a cab over to the library. Come in and, uh, you know, there's people at the front desk that they're just kind of looking down, just waiting for people to return books. You can walk right past them. But you don't know where Millie is. Is there uh, information desk or anything, aside from where people are turning in books? Well, right at the front desk there, they can give you the information, probably. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily want to jump in front of people, but, uh, yeah, you know, I think I'll probably just check with somebody else who works here who's not already helping people. Uh, see if I can snag somebody else. So as a, you go through the library a little bit, just kind of wandering around, uh, eventually you do see someone putting away books. And what do you know? It's Millie, actually. Well, there you go. That was convenient. I uh, head on over there, kind of uh, clear my throat on the way there to kind of uh, get her attention without, you know, creeping up on her and startling her or anything. And she turns and sees you and goes, oh, and, you know, like covers her mouth because she's being too loud. 
And she goes, hi, Walter. You know, like whispering. Hi, Walter. Says, uh, hey, Millie, how are you? Uh, sorry, I hope I didn't startle you there. You look busy. She says, yeah, uh, well, you know, just doing my normal routine stuff. Uh, you know, thank, uh, thank Dewey Decimal, or thank Dewey for keeping me in work here. Ah, yeah, of course. Um, well, uh, good to see you back at work again. Uh, looks like you're right back in the swing like nothing ever happened. I just wanted to check in with you. I know I uh, hadn't gotten back to you, but uh, Saturday sounds good if we're still on for dinner. Says, yeah, uh, if you can just come to my house. He, uh, he says, well, that's uh, that's great. Yeah, I'll certainly come over. Uh, you know, I only work during the, the weekdays, so I'll have the weekend off. Stop by, uh, what do you think? Early? Have some tea? Uh, Since, cook some well, stuff? Uh, how about like 7 o'clock? Oh, okay. An old-fashioned dinner. Proper dinner, he says. Yeah. Uh, when I grew up, uh, uh, Mom and Dad had always set supper around 9 p.m. Wow, that's late. Yeah, we uh, we did have a late dinner. But anyway, uh, not to trail off there or get uh, distracted. Uh, he says, but you know, I'd uh, hope to pick up a book, too. Um, anything that might aid in the translation of Latin. It's been a while, and uh, just in case I uh, can't pick up everything from memory, maybe a little uh, backup would uh, do me good. She goes, oh, yeah, you can definitely hit up the reference section, but uh, you can't really take those books out. Oh, well, in that case, um, I uh, picked up some older books uh, today that look kind of interesting. Uh, maybe I'll bring a few by as I uh, pour through them. And uh, if you have any interest, uh, you might like them, too. They're pretty old. Says, oh, that sounds really cool. How old are they? Uh, the inside mentioned uh, production back as far as 1624. And she goes, oh, and she gets this really, like, envious look on her face. She goes, wow, you know, you know, I'm just such a sucker for, like, old texts like that. You know? And she gets a little <laughs> little hot under the collar for it, it seems, almost. <laughs> oh, no. That's funny. I'm trying to get them old books. Oh, them two read en- encyclopedias to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you know, they're leather-bound. <laughs> this is, uh... You make the bed hungry. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Well, uh, I, you know, I hadn't thought about it until you just mentioned it, but uh, maybe I could uh, bring a few of them over. There's, it seems like a pretty extensive collection. Um, maybe that'll uh something to talk about on Saturday. Yeah, why don't you bring them over on Saturday, and uh, we can go over them together. That would be really neat. Uh, I'm going to be cooking some, you know, old country food uh for you and we'll uh hook up then but uh you know walter i gotta get back to work but it's been great talking to you yeah of course uh well i'm thoroughly excited i think this will be a thrilling saturday she's grinning ear to ear just super happy uh, to see you but uh looking forward to dinner this saturday but we're gonna end the episode there with your prospective date with millie there walter um hopefully this time it actually happens but uh everyone just remember until next time sanity is overrated see you later
fireworks. That was yeah. a good one, that last one. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> I can't Hold believe on. some people. I think you should leave it all in and just let people listen Absolutely to us not. get so fucking mad that there's fireworks on the 4th of July. It's like everything. It's everyone else's fault that we're yeah. recording five episodes on 4th of July. Oh, for our, um, for our uh, non-American listeners, that's Independence Day. <laughs> mm. Kind of. 